Welcome to the Movers Resource Guide podcast, connecting you to the resources you need to create success. We chat with the best vendors, associations, mentors, movers, and more, giving you the information you need to make your moving company the best it can be. I'm your host, Brian Hassan, CEO of Wayfinder Moving Services in Buffalo, New York, and Apex Moving and Storage in Lakewood, Washington. I'm also the president of the New York State Movers Association. Today, we're excited to bring on Winston Davis of Move Up Consulting. Winston has been involved in the moving industry for a little over six years, three years as a sales consultant, and three years running Move Up Consulting. Move Up is a recruiting company that focuses specifically on the moving industry. So they really understand our industry, understand what we need, and are really good at recruiting field workers, and they have tons of practice doing this. As you'll hear, Winston has some great tips and tricks that we can use to get movers in the door so that we can interview them to bring them onto our teams. So I hope you enjoy the conversation with Winston on how to get qualified candidates sitting in front of you this summer. Welcome to the uh, Movers Resource Guide podcast. We're glad to have you. Uh, how are you doing today? Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Love that you're doing this. We we need more of this and uh, pumped to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when we we decided to do this, I'm like, man, I, one of the first guys I got to get on here is Winston. We got to get uh, him on early in the year. We're all dying for people, right? Yeah, timely, <laughs> um, right? Timely. Absolutely. So got to got to get my uh, my expert over here at Move Up Consulting to to give us, you know, what we need to do to get qualified candidates sitting in front of us. Um, yeah. I'd say this spring, but really we're we're into summer now. So um, what, what can we do to get some bodies in the door sitting in front of us here? Yeah. Yeah. So recruiting is, you know, the people part of the business is some people will say it's it's half of it, but it really is like it's 80, you know, it's 80, 85% of probably the whole <laughs> business. Um, Cause if you don't have the guys, then you doesn't None matter how matters. great your sales are. Yeah. So um you know, at the end of the day, you, you hit it on the head. Like I need qualified, real human beings sitting down in front of me at my office or warehouse that potentially could get hired uh, today or this week. And, you know, some of the things that I've built a philosophy around are uh, a few uh, like tenets of business, we'll call them pillars okay. to okay. how you should do recruiting for your moving company. So one is, this is kind of uh a proactive one. Uh, it won't help you yeah. right here in the exact minute, but you need to recruit year round. And most moving companies don't do well of this. They're very reactive. And so when April and, and May come around and they start getting a little busy, that's when they start yeah. getting ads going, getting phone interviews, getting in-person interviews ramped up. And even though that it can be a seasonal business, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have recruiting be seasonal. You should so, all year round. Yeah. And I think that, you know, before we found you, it's like, oh crap, we need to hire people. Okay. Like let's throw some ads on and indeed and look for people and then do the phone screens and the interviews. And then mm -hmm. I'd hire a few people and then I'd be like, okay, good. Now I can put that to rest. Now I got to go do these other things. And then, mm -hmm. okay, crap. A couple of those guys didn't work out. Well, we need more people still. Let's kind of go through that. And it's just a, it's a start and stop and start and stop. So when you say, Hey, you need to be recruiting year round. How, how does that, what does that look like? What, what do you mean yeah. when you say that? Well, recruiting is going to be different than hiring. So, you know, we realize that in November or December, you might not need to be actually hiring 
five, 10 or 20 people right now. Yeah. But it is a great time to A, build your recruiting database. So you're building you sh- every month, you should be building a, a pipeline yeah. of talent. Because if you don't have a name, phone number, and email, it how are you going to do outreach? And we'll get to the, the next point on outreach. But yeah. uh, so you should do it year round, but you need to have a database. It could be as simple as like a spreadsheet if you're just kind of starting out and you know you're not trying to spend a lot of money on direct overhead. Or you yeah. can invest some money on, uh, you could use a regular like CRM, um, like a hub, hub spot, uh, or you could get a, like a recruiting specific one. It really doesn't matter long as you and your team understand it and have a process around it. So okay. um, the, you don't have to always hire the people, but it is good to, to people that are great quality during the, the fall, winter, maybe early spring when you're. You're not trying to hire a ton of guys, you can level your overall team up. So there's probably a bottom third to your moving roster that are people that are kind of unaccountable. Yeah. The you kind of just have them because, <laughs> yeah, you kind of just have them because like they're there. Yeah. They call out sometimes, they show up late, they don't come in uniform, they don't follow the process all the time. They're yeah. not honoring all the core values, they're not meeting the standards all the time. And so it's kind of tough to say, but you should constantly be evaluating the roster and kind of pushing people out that are not about being there and bring in new, fresh quality talent. So those are the two things in the, in the, the off season. And then in the peak season, because you did all the work in the fall and the winter, you should be able to get started faster. And so you shouldn't feel the pinch as bad, but it's not always perfect. Um, So you'll go, you'll go back to that. So, one step one is you leveled up. You you brought some new people in that are better qualified than your C right. team, right? Um, and then the second thing is you're saying you've built a spreadsheet or a, a, a database. database of mm-hmm. qualified movers that are like, hey, they're not a rock star necessarily. They're not my A team guys that I want to replace my C team guys with, but they'd be a solid B team player. Yeah, in the, in, when I'm ready to a hire a good helper. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily yeah. going to be your driver coming in tomorrow, but okay. you know, uh, definitely you can really solve helper and labor, um, issues very quickly by having a good database. Yeah. And most of the time where your drivers come from are from people who started as helpers and then yeah. they evolved, they yeah. grew into the role. It's, that's usually the best way. It just takes longer. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, <laughs> it's a great feeling when you can bring a guy in and you can invest in him and you can grow him within the company. I mean, it feels good for them. It feels good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him, you trust them. I, I mean, I wish I could do that a hundred percent of the time. Right. But it's not always, it's realistic, not always. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a big pillar there recruit year round, right? If you're yeah. not doing that, you really just, it does take a little investment. It does take some time but it alleviates a lot of headache. Now, another pillar is something I'm real big believer in. I came from the sales background before I started doing recruiting. And I realized you have to have a sales mentality with hiring, just like the real estate market, where like the real estate, it could be a seller market or a buyer market. The job market is the same way. So you can have an employer market or a job seeker market. We are currently still in a job seeker, job seeker. market. They have yeah. the upper hand. 
it, no it, question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No, no question. It's it's specifically we're talking about hourly workforce. You know, different sectors, different industries can be can be uh different nuances, but yeah, for hourly workforce, 100 percent So if it's the job seeker who has a little bit of the upper hand because of like supply and demand, then I'm going to need to do more outreach. I'm going to need to go towards them more. This is another thing that most employers get wrong is they think I put up an ad, this person should contact me. They should follow up with me. They should be the one. They should be grateful. I'm giving them a job, right? I'm giving them a job. (laughs) And while yes, yes, I get that. And I I do believe in, in some of those things for sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to be right or do you want to be wealthy? <laughs> I, want to I be mean, healthy, you know? yeah, yeah. So I'd I, rather, uh, I'd rather make the money than sit at home wondering yeah. why I can't. Yeah. And, right. And so it's not about being right. Um, it's, it's a true market status right now. So uh, follow up. Um, that means that when someone applies, um, you need to get to them quickly lead response, just like sales with, with yeah. lead response, candidate response time, getting to them is, is imperative. Good quality talent won't last more than two or three days. So, yeah. So I, I really like that. That I mean, you're, you're saying, Hey, take this guy, like he's a lead that you're going to move. And, you know, if you have that call center mentality where that lead comes in and, and that's a hot lead for, for a potential worker. And that's just as important as a hot lead for a potential move. Exactly. I think that's fantastic. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so what all, what all does that mean? Well, it means that you're going to need to have someone who is like the recruiter, uh, who wears the recruiter hat in your business. Right. Now you may be, if you're like a one, two, $3 million moving company, you might not have a full HR person. That's probably that's not. Probably not in the <laughs> Now, no. as you get to five to 10 million, that, that can be more of a real realistic role, but yeah. the responsibilities are still there. So there's a lot of process and a lot of org chart work on the back end of who's in charge of these, these processes, putting the ads up, um, re- reaching out to new applicants daily, following up with people. After, you know, if your process is in doing a phone interview or whatever it is, we can talk about that. But um, there has to be the delegation in the process. And finally, the last pillar, the, the big belief here is you got to put statistics in your favor. There is truth in that it's a numbers game. For every 100 applicants, you may have a legitimate one, maybe two hires. Which is mind blowing to think mind of, blowing. right? Yeah. And, and because you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, like you could put an ad out there and, and potentially get that many applicants without working too hard for it. Mm-hmm. Now to try to get a hundred applicants to hire one, um, it's, it's a taller task, That's right? Taller, yeah. Um, and you know, just trying to filter through that many people is, is tough, but the way you talk about that, you know, you know, it's a funnel, just like your sales funnel. It, right. It's, and I don't, I don't, I haven't looked at it this way in the past and I don't think many movers do or business owners for that matter, you know, looking at your, uh, your mover uh, hiring process as a lead generation process, as if it were, you know, running in parallel, just like your sales process. Um, I think that's a a very foreign concept to a lot of people who may be listening to this. Yeah. So, 
Well, and coming back to 100%, the funnel concept is very, very true. There's a lot of attrition weeding out of through the hiring process. And you you do want uh, a fair amount of that. But if with our industry, it's just, it's crazy, right? (laughs) So, but to go back to a point, we talked about uh, the first thing was recruit year round. And I want to make a point there is because it's a job seeker market, there there are some dynamics with, and you said it, you ver- you verbalized it exactly the way that almost everybody that I ever talked to uh, that needs help with <laughs> hiring says it is, I need blah, 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 blah. Yes. And when you say it like that, man, I need these guys, who's in the power position? They are. And yeah. so there's right away, most companies are giving their, their, their hand up. They're showing their their pocket aces right at the table and po- then what pocket happens, deuces you know pocket de- yeah we better we better uh recalibrate that but employers are basically giving themselves away yeah. saying, man just just come on hey we can get you started today like yeah. they're giving job offers at the interview yeah. i would never do that right because when you do that the dynamic is lost of that I have something of value and they need to earn it. It's now I'm giving them a job rather than them earning. And, and that's an excellent point. It's a mindset. No, I, I, it's absolutely true. And I think you're right. And I think that until you're saying that now, I've probably lost sight of that, you know, um, because sometimes when you're in that hiring mode and you feel like you've got a really good candidate in front of you, right? Good candidates aren't going to be available very long. So you're just like, I don't want to wait, you know, let's get them in here. But I, I think that you bring up an excellent point there. Yeah. And you yeah. should look instead of, well, this is what I do. This is what I do in, in, at move up is instead of calling it a hiring process, call it a selection process. Cause that's really yeah. what it is. you're selecting people you're choosing. Right. And um, if you if you own that, create it in the language in your SOPs in the company. Uh, use that terminology, and it, what it helps is it helps hardwire the mentality into the process. Language does matter. Yeah. When you sit with candidates. Don't say it's a hiring process. Say it's a selection process. Use yeah. the words. Hey, in order for you to earn here, right? It's not yeah. for them to get a job. It's not for them to, you know. <laughs> come on board, join the group. You know, it's, it's not like we're, uh, we're out picking them up at Lowe's. <laughs> it's, it's, they need to earn a, and this is it right here. Treat it like a real job, right? If someone was going to a job at interview for an $85,000 a year, white collar job working for corporate America, mm. how would they do the process? How would they interview? How would they speak? Yeah. And then yeah. how do you do it? And that's where some of the disconnect is. And people think, well, man, nobody wants to work. It, you know, guys don't care. They don't care because you. You're not presenting it in a way that you, they. You didn't yeah. create the environment. Yeah. Um, I, and this kind of goes back to, you know, you're, you're getting, you're reaping what you sow, right? Yeah. So um, maybe we should start sowing something different. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like that. Yeah. So um all right. Well, we're, we're getting close to the halfway point here. So I want to hear your crazy moving story. <laughs> Make me laugh here. EG or 
PG 13 or rated R? What do we, what do uh, probably not rated R because I'm not yeah. quite sure who we've got listening or what little ears might be uh, in the car ears. with them. Yeah. So maybe yeah. PG 13, give or take a little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, hopefully this is not rated R. You know, it's, it, it's fun. <laughs> so back when I was working at College Hunks, um, I was, mm-hmm. uh, this was my first year there. I was a moving consultant. Um, and, and I had an intern that she was doing like marketing, I guess for us. Um, and she would come to estimates and like take some photos. So she came okay. to estimate with me. This was, had to have been like her first month, like at her office. Um, <laughs> okay. she was going to uh, what school she was going to East Carolina and, uh, okay. she, she grew up in Winchester, which is where our office was. And anyway, so I went to on, uh, on-site estimate. I knew right off the bat, uh, when I did the confirmation call, like this was a wacko. And so okay. ooh, we knock on the door. I think it was like a, a little townhouse, uh, yeah. two townhouse, um, maybe less than 1500 square foot and opens the door. This lady, I mean, I just knew right away, like this is going to be a show. And <laughs> I remember the intern, she, you know, 20 year old college girl. And she like laughs at everything. And she, she had to just do like this, put her hand over her face without just <laughs> la- bursting in, in laughing uh-huh. woman. No lie had six toes, six toes. Okay. Okay. And I don't know why that we noticed that right away, but it was later, like later after the estimate that uh, the girl was like, did you know that that girl had six toes? I'm like, solemn. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, we go into the house and the, the woman, you just met, you've met people, right? You've been in the moving business a long time. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. People are weird. And like, she's yeah. freaky. The way that she explained like her move and her house and her situation. And um, we, we were doing the, that's when I'm doing the inventory. I go up to the bedrooms upstairs and um, her, I guess it was her, this gets with the weird part, her son's <laughs> room and uh, very big, big, long um, uh, horizontal dresser that has big mirror hutch on it. And so we walk, we walk into the room. There's an adult toy sitting on the dresser, plain as day. <laughs> And Jeez. the girl, the intern girl, she's like lost it. She's <laughs> laughing. She leaves. She walks out. And the customer, like, she seems like she framed it, but then she's like, she picks, you know, that thing up and she's like, what in the world, Johnny, or whatever the kid's name was? She throws <laughs> it across the room. She's like, this is so embarrassing. And just, I mean, I just had to keep it together the rest of the estimate. Weird stuff, weird people. There's crazy stories all over the place. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, lady with six toes and just strange, <laughs> strange lifestyle happening. Normally, when that happens, they're like try to discreetly like hide it all of a sudden or or There's cover no it dispute. up, <laughs> just throw it across the room. No, um, yeah. It, it reminds me, my my wife does sales for us, and uh, you know, a few years back, um, yeah, she. I thought this was what you were going to say, so she goes up to the door. This, it's it's a move for an older gentleman, probably you know, unfortunately uh, has some mental decline and things like that. And, you know, he opens the door and he's stark naked, just oh, ready right. to do the, ready to do the estimate. And she had to uh, delicately, you know, coax him to maybe put on some clothes and he didn't realize he was naked. Oh. <laughs> he just didn't know. And so uh, that was, you know, you get some very uncomfortable, unfortunate situations going on. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah so. i mean it, as, as like i mean I, I guess i was like 20 21 years old you know oh yeah that's to like shocking 
older ladies home, like people hitting on you and stuff. It's like, look, I'm just trying to do my job here. (laughs) Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you for enlightening us on that one. I appreciate (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, getting back to the serious stuff now, back in line stuff, here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what other advice do you have for us here? Well, I, w- I was thinking about this, Brian, and you know, most people always ask me, like, "Hey, how? What do you put in your ads? Like, what do you put in your ad copy for your hiring ads? And like, how do you mm-hmm. get to apply?" And a couple tips on this. Okay. One is the majority of people who apply to jobs apply Monday through Wednesday. And it completely drops off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday is okay, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like probably a third. Okay. Compared to Monday, Wednesday. So that's contrary to what I would think, because I would think like Friday, they're done with the week. They're mad at their job. Let me go apply. Or it's over over the weekend. They're just like, I can't do it. I now have time to do it. So I'll, I'll apply. Here's the reality of what, what it is that that's what I Yeah. Hit hit me with the truth here. (laughs) Yeah. And I pulled this, this comes from a glass door, which is a very reputable um, hiring, hiring uh, review company. So what happens for people is Monday is the worst day. Why? Because you got the rest of the week to go. And so if you have a job that you don't like, and you don't like the people there, then it's like, I got four more days of this, the despair the stress, right? The, there's no relief, but by the time you get to Thursday, Friday, the week's almost done. Yeah. I got got through it. (laughs) I'm almost, yeah. You know, it's like, I'm almost out and people live for the weekends. This is like the big, and I don't live like this. I don't Right. 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 That's how most Americans are is they live paycheck to paycheck and they live for the weekends and they pretty much slave to a job that they don't like through Friday. And so that's why most people apply to jobs. They come home on Monday evening or Monday afternoon and they're hidden up indeed. They're hidden up ZipRecruiter. They're hidden up whatever applying. And so Monday is the most. Tuesday is almost just as much as Monday. And then Wednesday is right, right up there too. But then it greatly drops on Thursday and then way more on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So that's my point is if you're going to put ad money, okay, if you're going to advertise dollars, you yeah. should actually double down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And forget the rest of the week. Turn off the money the rest, the wow. rest of the days. And that should be your process. Yeah. yeah. I, if the data is there, that's excellent advice because it's, it's counterintuitive, I would think. Maybe other people disagree, but to me, that's counterintuitive. So yeah. that's, that's a fantastic nugget for us there, Winston. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, it's stuff that it just takes... I mean, we've done, oh, geez, we've done recruiting at move up for probably 150 moving companies. So wow. think how long wow. it would take if you own one moving business, how many years yeah. would it take you to learn the stuff that we've learned at move up in the last uh, year? You probably couldn't in a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Um, well, that, that's, uh, you got some awesome information here, Winston. Um, is uh, is there anything else uh, you want to let anyone know before we we sign off here? Or yeah, do we get the best of what you got. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I think uh, all in all, it's it's, uh, it's some mindset stuff. It's getting a process around it and having someone dedicated to it in the business, whether it's you as yeah. or a manager or whoever. And so most companies they're just dragging their feet on it. Treat recruiting 
the same way you treat sales, the same way you treat advertising and operations, and it will it will get better. Um, it's not you can't just throw your hands up and say, "Wow, well, nobody wants to work." Like, that's, I, you, and that's you, what we hear, right? That, yeah. That's I, I mean, I and I think as we went through COVID, that was a lot of it. Like, hey, we're throwing our hands up. I don't know what to do. There's no way I'm paying people that. Um, I I can't get people in and. You know, that's my first question to people when they say, well, I can't find anybody. Okay, well, tell me what you've done and tell me what you've done differently over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And the answer is usually nothing. Um, you know, they haven't done anything different. So, um, Which was you know, the definition of insanity. Yeah, trying to do, do the same thing over and over again. Same thing over, thing again over and over and expect a different outcome. Yeah, yeah. So um, to kind of to kind of close that up, um, you know, you need to do something different. Um, we did, we found success in that. And you've given us a lot of advice here that, you know, if, if we don't have the money to outsource something, or we have the time on our staff to do these things, we can take these, take these away, take them with us and, and do them. If, if people are like me though, and they just flat out do not have the time to do a good job recruiting consistently year round, um, how can they reach out to and connect with move up? Yeah. So um, we'd love to have a conversation. Um, that's really where it all starts, figuring out where somebody's at. So um, you can check us out at moveupconsulting.com. Um, there's probably a form or a button there. Just you know, fill out some info. You can schedule a call right from the site. And um, what we do is we start, we just start with a consultation call, see where you're at, what you need. And then we've got different packages that fit all size moving companies. And we're specialists. We're specialists in recruiting, uh, but we also niche in moving and storage companies. We don't work with any other types of businesses. Yeah. And uh, all the stuff that we talked about, these are all things that that we do, we leverage, and this is what we bring to the table. So yeah, I would love yeah, to and that's people. Yeah, and it's important when you're niche because um, you know now your recruiter isn't trying to talk to 25 different types, job types, right? They, they're talking to movers every day. They know what they're talking about with that. So that's fantastic. Um, Winston, you're, you're awesome. You're, you're a young guy, but like you're, you're wise beyond your years. Well, um, I, maybe with recruiting with the, the wisdom is catching up with everything else in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, you're, you're, uh, you're energetic. You're focused. Um, we, I, I know you run a big company. We really appreciate you taking the time to come talk to us today and kind of give some people some information. Um, really appreciate you. You're doing a fantastic job. Um, and I, I hope people do reach out to you and, and get some help with recruiting. Appreciate that, Brian. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. And um, yeah, guys, you got to go listen to more of the episodes. This is the the number one moving podcast. And hey, there we go. You heard it right here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, have a great day and uh, maybe we'll talk to you again in the future. All right. Thanks, Brian. it was great to hear from Winston. Uh, We really appreciate him coming on the podcast. We thank you for listening. Um, Hopefully you learned some things that will help you get some qualified candidates sitting in front of you for this summer season. Really appreciate you being here. If you have any suggestions or people you'd like us to bring on the show, please email us at moversresourceguide at gmail.com. Once again, I'm Brian Hassan. Thank you for listening. Now get moving.